Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So I'm going to try to make this very, very quick because I don't know how long YouTube will allow me to continue speaking before they seemingly cut off the feed. Um, but let me, for those of you who have been following this channel for some time, or maybe those of you who are, are new to this channel, let me kind of open up the kimono here and give you the details as to what has been happening with this channel and some things that I believe are, are very suspicious. And then you can come to your own conclusions. I think the main takeaway here is I need to start really preparing for what might be the inevitable uh, that, you know, there, there's certain people out there. I think that just don't like what I'm saying. And uh, so let's just circle back to that at the end of this video. First and foremost, let me kind of tell you, what has been happening. So it started in 2021 when I uh, set up the Rebel Capitals channel to really stand up. I wanted to have the ability to communicate and hopefully open up people's eyes as to what was happening with the attack on our freedoms and liberty due to the government's response to the Cerveza sickness. I mean, that's where it all started with them demonetizing uh, the George Gammon channel, the whiteboard videos, when I would just utter that word. You guys know the word I'm talking about. That's where the whole Cerveza sickness thing came from. But then in 2021, I started this channel, the Rebel Capitals channel, so I could not only talk about macroeconomics, but also talk about the freedom, liberty, privacy stuff as well. And um, for those of you who have been following this channel for quite some time, you know what happened next. And that's that after, I don't know, maybe two or three months, four months, something like that, YouTube took down the channel. In fact, Josh and I were in the office. Uh, we were in Kiyosaki's office, actually, uh, in his building. And that's where I had my office set up at the time. It was just literally uh, 10 feet from where Robert does the his podcast and whatnot for Rich Dad Radio. But uh, Josh and I were just doing videos like we normally do. And I remember we were in the same office. Angelique was uh, in another office. She's the one that manages Rebel Capitals Live for me. And I think Josh just looked up and said, I think your channel just got banned. I think they just took down your channel. I'm like, what? And you couldn't find it on YouTube anymore. It's just completely gone, like erased everything. Videos, channel, done. And then I opened up my email and I received an email from YouTube stating that, that they had just taking down my channel. I had no, no uh, warnings, no strikes against the channel, nothing, no communication whatsoever. They just said, sorry, we're taking down your channel and don't ask us why, because we're not going to tell you. That's basically the, the gist of their message. So then I tweeted about that. And fortunately, uh, Joe Rogan was nice enough to retweet that and, um, retweet what happened to me and retweet, I think my tweet and then comment on how, you know, this was completely absurd. This was ridiculous. And, uh, as soon as Joe Rogan retweeted that or tweeted about it, then, and this was maybe four or five hours after the channel got taken down, uh, about maybe an hour after Joe Rogan tweeted about it, the channel was reinstated. <laughs> it's, so I don't think that's coincidental, right? 
And then the channel has been reinstated since then, as you guys know. But uh, now let's fast forward to 2023. Uh, I've been having some serious issues with Twitter. I've not had access to my Twitter account since August 25th. And I have done everything in my power. I have emailed them. I've gone through their specific, uh, I filled out all of their forms. So I've gone through the channels of communication that they prefer, that they tell you to go through. We, we've literally emailed them probably, I'm, I'm guessing, at least 20 times in the last couple months here. And every single time we get a response back from them saying that I have control of the account. <laughs> like, no, I don't. I wouldn't be emailing you if I had control of my account. And I think that this is complete. Well, it's one of two things. I want to keep an open mind here. I want to be objective. It's either that Twitter doesn't want me on the platform or, you know, I don't know if it's Elon Musk, but he's got a lot of people working there. I'm sure a lot of those people are from the past administration. And I would assume a lot of those people do not like <laughs> what I say. They don't like George Gammon, which is exactly what I was talking about in the last video that just got cut off. If you guys were watching that live stream with Nat West and Nigel Farage, they just didn't like him. They didn't like his political views. And I know there's people at Twitter that don't like me, don't like George Gammon. They don't like what we stand for on this Rebel Capital channel, the Rebel Capitalist community. So it could be that someone there just doesn't want me on Twitter, or it could be that they're just incompetent to the point of unbelievability. And the reason I say that is, Josh, can you go ahead and pull up my Twitter account right now? Because I can't even look at it. I can't even get on to Twitter, but Josh can pull it up here. And if you would do me a favor, that's the pinned tweet. Can you scroll down a little bit right to this one? So this, thanks for highlighting that. So this is a tweet that, that the apparent scammer tweeted out. It was one tweet and it's for this. Well, I'm not going to read it because I don't want to promote it. But uh, this is someone taking control of my account. They locked me out. And the way they did it is they hacked, uh, according to AT&T, they hacked into my phone because I had that two-step verification set up. And then they changed the two-step verification to the, uh, the code generator app or the authentication app or whatever they call it. So they didn't have to change the email address. All they did is change the password and change that. So it completely locks me out of the account. But if Twitter actually believed that I had control of the account, all they have to do is look at it, for heaven's sakes. Look at it. If you think I have control over my account, why is there a scammer tweet? Why is that the last tweet as of August 25th? When I first started complaining about it. if I have control over my account, do you think that I would somehow tweet this scam message, which Twitter knows on the back end that this is a scammer? They can't not know that for heaven's sakes, even if, you know, even if this was a red flag or a, a, a ticket item that came up with their with whatever department, you know, that they have to address this. Obviously, the first thing that they would do is look at my account and see the most recent tweet. And it is as clear as day that I do not have control over my account. But there's more. There's more. Now let me go ahead and share with you uh, what I have done recently to try to regain control over this Twitter account. So Josh, you can go ahead and 
put that down. I'm going to share an actual email uh, that I just received, not just received, I uh, received, I believe about a week ago from my good friend, Robert Barnes. And most of you know that he is the lawyer, uh, free speech lawyer among, uh, I don't know how you categorize him, but uh, constitutional free speech, etc. He actually sued Twitter uh, on behalf of Alex Jones way back in the day. And he's had several pro- very, very high profile cases. He's definitely on our team as far as liberty and freedom. If you're not following him on social media. You definitely should. But uh, I called up Robert and I said, hey, this is going on. I said, can you get involved? I go, I'll pay you. I, I realize you have expenses, so I don't want you to do this for free, but I'll pay you uh, X amount. And I went ahead and wired him the money, did the uh, retainer, whatever you want to call it, to get him involved because I knew that he had direct contact with Twitter's legal team. And so this is the extent that I've gone, that I've gone to, to try to get back this account. So here is the actual letter that Robert Barnes sent to Twitter. I don't think he would mind me sharing this with you. On his letterhead, you can see Barnes Law. And this is to Elon Musk. And to Linda Yaccarino, which is their new CEO, which, by the way, was neck deep in the World Economic Forum. And then Adam Mihez, which is their senior director legal at X. So I'm not going to read this whole thing. But basically, Barnes is stating exactly what happened. That uh, the hijacking of George, George Gammon's X account, and he gives the, the handle here. And uh, talks about the number of subscribers, talks about a scammer, uh, talks about how they need to pay immediate attention to this. Uh, This is intellectual property. Uh, This is someone stealing my identity and basically concludes with, uh, please rectify this as soon as possible. I thank you in advance for your attention to this matter. We will seek legal remedy only if necessary. So that's kind of legal speak for if you don't do something about this. We're going to take legal action and it's going to get ugly. That's kind of legal speak for that. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. What do you think Twitter responded with? They responded to this letter with literally the exact same thing that they have responded to me with over the last two months. Sorry, George Gammon still has control of his account. We can't do anything even after getting this letter. So let's think about that for a moment. Twitter's position is that I still have control over my account. But yet when they look at my account, they can see the scammer 
tweeting. And that's the very last tweet. In addition to that, they're getting a letter from a lawyer, not just any lawyer, but Robert Barnes, someone that has sued them in the past on behalf of Alex Jones. Do you think that if I had control over my account, that I would hire Robert Barnes and pay him to contact Twitter on my behalf? Or or do you think that somehow the scammer is really trying to work one over on him and the scammer hired Robert Barnes to contact them to give me my account back? I mean, what do you think is going on here? And I'm talking about Twitter. So I think the probability that this isn't, I think the probability that they're being forthright in what they're doing with my account is incredibly low. Now, it's not zero. They, like I said at the beginning, they could be the most incompetent group I have ever seen in my life. And I've been in business. You guys know I retired as an entrepreneur in 2012. So I've seen a lot of businesses in my day. And this would exceed all of them by a magnitude of about a thousand as far as the level of incompetence that would be required. I, I don't, it's hard for me to even imagine that level of incompetence when all you have to do is look at the darn account for heaven's sakes. It's right there. And all you have to do is put two and two together when you're getting a letter from a lawyer for heaven's sakes. So it's hard for my base case to be anything other than someone at Twitter doesn't want me on the platform. Someone wants me silenced. Someone wants me censored. Someone doesn't approve of me and or the things that I am saying. Now, let's go right over to what uh, happened yesterday on YouTube, where we, most of you didn't see this, actually, because let's go over to the specific. Now I'm at the, on, on the back end, on the admin side of the Rebel Capitalist channel. And this is the thumbnail that we had for the last video that we did last night. The title, Will the Federal Reserve Need a Bailout? Yes, here's why. And I go into how the Fed is completely insolvent. And that's not my opinion. That's based on gap accounting. And how the Swedish central bank basically is going to their government because they are insolvent. They're needing a bailout. And how if confidence is lost, because that's the only thing the Fed has, although technically they've got an infinite balance sheet, we may get to a point where people realize that they're the Wizard of Oz and they pull behind that curtain and they're like, whoa, no, 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 no. This isn't some omniscient uh, power here. This isn't some group of people that control the universe. Now, this is just some little guy behind a curtain and then all confidence is lost. Then it's game over then it's absolutely game over. And so this video was talking about that. And here's the thumbnail that you can see that we put on the video. It's right here. Bam, right there. Fed operating loss. And this is not a, a, a chart that we made up. This is a real chart of their P&L and how they're hemorrhaging money right now. But as you guys know, if you're an entity that knows 100% of their power is basically a PSYOP, 100% of their power is just psychological. 100% of their power is just making sure or 100% of their power requires the mainstream, the society at large to have confidence in their ability. You see, 
if that was your position, you would understand why you wouldn't want people out there like George Gammon, who gets, let's just say four or 5 million views every single uh, month on YouTube, why you wouldn't want people like that opening up the truth and revealing to people that this is really a Wizard of Oz type of situation. You can see how that could be, or that would likely be their position. If they had a choice in the matter, I would assume that they would choose to continue the ruse instead of choosing for, hey, let's allow everyone to pull back the curtain and see that this is just a Wizard Oz, Wizard of Oz type scenario, that there's nothing here. We really have no power. The only thing we have power over is our psychological control over society at large. So this thumbnail, the punchline here, is this thumbnail was deleted. Now, I don't know how long it was deleted. Uh, I, I don't know. It was definitely deleted while we were doing the live stream and afterward, because if you read the comments, a lot of the comments on the video are talking about how there was no thumbnail. It was just basically a gray like uh, a gray box with kind of like this gray YouTube logo in there, uh, which in and of itself is very Orwellian and very bizarre that they wouldn't, it wouldn't just have like, usually what happens if I don't put up a thumbnail is it defaults to the rebel capitalist logo. It's just the black with the white, you know, Atlas shrugged figure there. But so if we didn't have a thumbnail there, if it was a glitch in the system, I don't know why it wouldn't have defaulted to that. Right? Why, why did it default to just absolutely nothing other than just this big brother gray YouTube logo? See, so that happened yesterday. And as far, so I, on my end, I can still see the thumbnail. Now, I, I don't know if you guys can on your end. I have no way of knowing that. But I, like I said, I know definitively that while we were doing the live stream and, uh, and for a time thereafter, it was still the censorship thumbnail from YouTube because you can read the comments from people talking about it. Okay, so now let's fast forward to what just happened a half hour ago. This is the video that I did. You can see, oddly, is one minute, 18 seconds. I wonder why it's so short. <laughs> I'll show you why. Because this was me talking literally 39, 40 seconds into the video. I was talking about how I potentially was being censored on YouTube. And the reason I could... I I was potentially being censored on YouTube, going back to that video, was talking specifically about the Federal Reserve. And you guys can go back and watch the video. We've got it up there. As soon as I start talking about the Federal Reserve and kind of the what I just went into, the video just completely freezes and Josh has to come out and close down the video. And Josh is like, uh, I don't really know what happened, but... Uh, I don't know if that's YouTube. I don't know what's at, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm going to go ahead and close down the video. So to say that, so when you look at what is happening to George Gammon on all social media platforms, to say that there's a lot of very strange things happening, and a lot of them, especially with Twitter, are completely unexplicable or inexplicable, excuse me. And uh, when you look at how they're handling this, Again, it's not a, there are no certainties. I want to be very clear and I have no proof. I want to be as objective as I possibly can be. Um, so you guys can come to your own conclusions here. But 
when you have all of these things happening, all of these strange things, you know, if it was just a one-off here and there, it wouldn't be a big deal. I'd just be like, eh, well, you know, no biggie, but it's, 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 you've got all these things that are kind of compounding on top of each other to where I, I think you've got to ask the question. I'm definitely asking that question as to if this is not some sort of intentional effort here, or if there are people that work in at these big tech companies that uh, might not, that, that might be trying to censor George Gammon, that might not like my view. They might not like what I'm saying. They think this is counterproductive. They think that what I'm saying is misinformation or disinformation or that I'm, uh, I'm exposing the truth. I mean, if you go back to 2020, I think there's no debating the fact that there are a lot of very, very powerful people out there that are trying to hide the truth. And, uh, about a lot of things in society, but some of the main things that they're trying to hide the truth about are a lot of these topics that we discuss on this channel. So I wanted to fill you guys in as to what is happening kind of behind the scenes. And again, you draw your own conclusions. And, uh, but I think it's gotten to a point now where I've got to start taking action uh, and it's setting up a plan B for my online presence. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I'm going to try to do some more videos. We'll see if I'm allowed to. <laughs> or not. We'll see how that plays out. I guess if you get the notification from YouTube, make sure you click on it right away because you never know when they're going to cut off my stream. But uh, crazy stuff going on right now, guys. Crazy stuff. So enjoy the rest of your afternoon and always stand up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, no matter what they are doing to me or us, uh, the, the group of people that still value and are still have the ability to use common sense and think critically and understand the path to tyranny that we're on right now. Uh, you know, we need to come together as a group and uh, I, I think we're going to, Eventually, we're going to be able to figure out a way to do this. Not eventually. I think there are ways to do this. A lot of you are mentioning Rumble. So we're definitely going to try to uh, to, to go down that path. But uh, assuming that they don't cut off the feed again, I'll, I'll, I'll see you on the next video. And uh, this, I think, proves how important it is that in today's day and age, we all need to stand up and do everything that we can to protect and promote freedom, liberty, and free market capitalism.